breaking news. Breaking news. Didn't start recording, but I had to press record when I heard this. Pep is a little much this year. I'm not going to lie. Dumb shit. You need to elaborate on that very, very, very quickly. He's been a little. World Cup mode. He's just been a little bit. Not look at me, Louie, but a little bit. um, He's talking a lot. Just. Just no, just more free, more more carefree. Because from the style and from what he's tried to do, and it's just uh, this year, I, I really sense a free spirited Pep before other from previous years. Other years, he was more disciplined. Um, he's still right with the words. Every, he's not come out the mouth and said anything crazy that I think he hasn't said in years past. It's been more with the actions on the sidelines. And the kind of the choices and tactics and how we do things. It's kind of been more like, nah, we'll see. Yeah. He was he was carefree and this this move will get talked about a lot, but sending Jesus to Zinchenko and if Arsenal win the league, which, you know, they're they're first now, but there's still a long way to go. But that move will probably be looked at a little sideways. Like I mean, it's yeah, you know. But what? I'm gonna need if that more happens. production. What's that? I would need to see more production from the both of them combined. If I can be clear with yeah. you, I really Ten, think but, that. Granite Jaka, Odegaard, Saka—that's why you're winning the league right now. They've brought a mentality, but no. if we're looking at what's going, mentality alone doesn't win the league. United have the mentality sometimes, if you think about it, because they have a large club, right? Mentality can come from so many different things. Like, it's a confidence. It's a different thing. Like, Arsenal, Granit Xhaka's resurgence, Martinelli, the passing, the system itself, Partey when he's healthy. You guys are different. I mean, you know that. So, you guys win the league. I think, again, I, I say that now. Gabriel Jesus scores 15 goals and 10 assists. I'm singing a different tune. Yeah, he's probably one of the main reasons you did it, right? But, I mean, right now, I think I've seen more from the rest of the Arsenal club as opposed to those two. Zinchenko hasn't really done much because he's been injured a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jesus has transformed us, though. You know, he's he's not scoring as much, but that's... I'm going to argue that that's that's the scary part, is he's not even hitting the goal. Let's mm, say he's I like that. Let's say in the last 18 games he gets 12 goals, which is yeah. realistic because he gets the chances Arsenal create. Mm-hmm. Let's say he gets 12 goals, finishes with 17 goals, 11 assists. I'll take that. And if mm-hmm. he gets firing, let's say he gets 14 goals to 15. I mean, we're winning without him scoring. That's the scary part. Yeah. He brings no, so I, much more, but if he brings so much more and more goals too, scary. That's going to be a problem. Yeah. That's going to be a problem. But no, yeah, that yeah, move will get point. dissected. But let's get into World Cup mode. The banners are coming out. The country flags are coming out. Two days, we get the opening ceremony, kickoff, Ecuador versus who are they playing again? Qatar. That's right. Qatar versus Ecuador to kick it off Sunday. Monday, USA will be playing. So, yeah, it's time. It's time for World Cup mode. Before we do our 
picks and we're going to continue doing picks and points in, in this. So, and here's how we're going to do it. I was going to split the groups up. We'll draw out of a hat. You draw group A, pick it, you get points. I think we should pick all the groups, each of us, since, you know, we'll be invested in each group. Basically, the perfect group, you predict it one through four correctly, three points. Now, this is what I'm unsure about. The first two spots, if you get them in order. So let's take group A, for example. Qatar, Ecuador, Senegal, Netherlands. Let's say I said Qatar, Ecuador, Senegal, Netherlands is how I'm going to pick it. If Ecuador finished first and Qatar finished second, is that going to be zero points? It's going to make it more challenging. Or should that just be one point? What do you think about that? I like the latter. I like if you get the two right to win the group and the move spots. on in the, in the spot. So you get them, you get a bullseye. That would be a bullseye. So let's f- moving forward. Everything that counts for not only predicting the score, but getting it right. So in the group play, not only getting the, t- the teams right, but getting the order right would be considered a bullseye. And I think for and that would be bullseye, three points. There you go. Yes. Well, what about I like the every- top two? If you pick just the advance, the people that advance, uh, I'm okay with and the you one get or three, two four points. Wrong. Okay. Yeah, whichever so think, you prefer. Yeah. Um, so if we pick the people that advance, but we pick it incorrectly, we'll get one point. And then if you mm-hmm. pick who advances, uh, one and two, and you get them correctly, it's two points. And then perfect, perfect group is four points. And yeah, and then when we're discussing the groups, uh, we have categories. So we'll discuss instead of doing all the groups and then going back and discussing the categories. If let's say the categories are who's going to win the World Cup, player of the tournament, golden boot, young player of the tournament, and surprise team in the tournament. So if we go through the group and one of the teams you think is going to be there, you say it in that group. So if you think Ecuador is going to be the surprise team of the tournament, you put it down. You say, I'm picking in this order. And Ecuador, I really like Ecuador. I think they're going to be the surprise team of the tournament. I'm putting that down for my surprise team. Gotcha. And we'll come up with stakes for that. Let's say to, to get a point for surprise picking the surprise team right, they have to advance to the Elite Eight or something. Uh, and we'll yeah. come up with that as we go. But yeah, say it as you go. If you think um, Memphis Depay is going to win the Golden Boot, say it in that. If you think, um, you know, Pulisic or not Pulisic or like uh, Tony Adams is going to be a young player of the tournament, say it with the group. And that's how we'll do it. So before Perfect. we get into the groups, what are you, um, what are you looking forward to this World Cup? What stands out to you besides the lack of alcohol sales during the game, <laughs> which got announced today? The fuckery begins. The fuckery begins. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, they pulled alcohol sales. But the funny part is if you're in a suite, you get alcohol. So yep. the rich enjoy the fruits and the poor people, the peasants get to drink dirty water, most likely, and get diarrhea. <laughs> Correct. And I, I think I even, to take it a step further, I think I even saw prices of some of those suites that they had. And if I'm not mistaken, for, oh the, for, for the entire tournament, for the entire tournament, 
you're looking upwards of 19k yeah I'm to be able to drink there yeah um it's it's pretty shocking that well what's not shocking to me is how when negotiations happened for the world cup i'd imagine that alcohol in the islamic faith was haram forbidden Mm -hmm. and they had those negotiations then but why you agreed to those terms for all of a sudden to alcohol still be haram and now Mm -hmm. really push it what changed it's so Mm -hmm. disrespectful to just negotiations and how you do deals you're also let's think bigger than yourself if you want to isolate yourself qatar and say that it's you know just you because what you're also doing from the naked eye is why should the world cup ever come back to the middle east if this is how it's going to be shut it it's kind of crazy FIFA is a disgrace as usual. All they care about is money. I'm sure they get a lot, a lot of money from Qatar to have it there. And um, yeah, it goes on. But yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. It's pretty ridiculous. But as long as the quality of the competition in terms of on the pitch, as long as that's good, it'll be a good World Cup. But, you know, having it in the middle of the club season, all that stuff, it's kind of a shit show. So I just hope that the quality of the ball is good and that's not affected because that's really what is going to be remembered, you know? No, for sure. Um, but so I mean, is there anything you're, you're thinking of? Anything you're like, uh, this, during this World Cup, I'm looking forward to blank. If it all goes well, the last game at the World Cup will be a historic game amount for Lionel Messi. It fits perfectly. I think it's like some yeah. crazy number. I think he's played X amount of games in this game. The World Cup, should he get to the World Cup final? It would be his X appearance with Argentina or X amount of games in his history. I, I got to look it up. It's pretty, it's pretty chronic coincidental. But um, yeah, man, I really am looking forward to the potential personally of an Argentina final. But the yeah, goal really kind great. of stand out. That'd be great for Messi. It's a good point. Yeah, Messi's last tournament. The the other quote unquote goat, Ronaldo. I think I'm uh, very interested to see how Portugal does. I was very low on them before all this drama. Very yeah. low. Uh, they didn't do well in the Euros, and um, what's that called? Nations League. They've also been very disappointing. They have all the talent, but it just seems like something's not right with that team. And now you're throwing in the Ronaldo drama. There's been videos from training. Uh, you know, his teammates don't look like they're very happy with what he's done, throwing, you know, fellow teammates and Manchester United under the bus. So for me, you know, we'll get to it, but that's a that's a big red flag, and I think that's a huge thing going to this World Cup. How is Portugal going to get out of the group with all the drama that Ronaldo's created now? Because it doesn't, it looks like it's it's affecting them in training, and of course it's training, and they have the talent. Sometimes talent can just push you through, you know, uh, drama between teammates and stuff like that. You know, not not all great teams get along. Like you know, this Arsenal team we're seeing that everybody on that team gets along. There's no there's no problems. Sometimes people don't get along, and but they're still good because they have a lot of talent. So I think that's very interesting. We'll see how that plays out for Portugal. 
Yeah, that's a really good point. There's so many different dynamics with that particular club. Um, players are actually trying to be supportive of them. There's a, more footage that has come out with uh, some of the footage I've sent you with <laughs> so some yeah Cancelo and Ronaldo looking like we're just kind of scrapping and then Bruno being sure with him on the on the handshake um mm-hmm. John has already come out and support so I think they're kind of trying to save face and do the right thing right now and get the, everything focused back on to the the actually actual play uh, mm-hmm. in the last few hours I know Portugal recent landed in Qatar so they're there they're ready to kind of get going uh, I find it that part of getting to the World Cup also interesting if you notice a few club or a few countries have already been there gotten settled in and other clubs other nations are just now flying over yeah. to get there so I think that'll be a kind of a good little thing to kind yeah, of you, adjust for the weather you know do you know who's just getting there do you have any of those teams because I think that is important yeah. you know so France was just yesterday they got there. So uh, today is Friday, November 18th. Uh, the first game will be played Sunday morning. Um, there's only one game on that Sunday. We've already addressed it. It's Ecuador and Qatar, and it will be played at 11 a.m. Eastern time. Um, but uh, the 17th Thursday of November is when uh, France arrived, uh, Denmark arrived, you had Spain there two days previous than that. Spain was actually there on like that Monday or Tuesday. Uh, I find that kind of cool. They were there early. England got there on Wednesday. Um, and then there's one other country that was I noted uh, that just like uh, – crap, it's going to bug me. A team that I didn't think was going to go very far. They've been there for, I think, quite some time. Uh, Australia. That's what it was. Mm. Australia. So uh, it's it's kind of interesting the different tactics in these different nations and what they're going to do to the adjustments already been made. England had some training this morning and there's footage out of them like trying to show how hot it is. And they were over by the mist fans and stuff like that. And it was pretty funny as Americans. So they were getting comments in it like so that's like Tampa in the <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> like people were just like, that's no big deal. Yeah. They were comparing it yeah. to like some of the heat we get. Yeah, but in England, it's it's usually cool most of the year, um, yeah. especially when they're playing. Like, they don't usually play in the summer. We saw this year the Premier League got started a little bit early, and they actually had water breaks the first couple um, the first couple weeks. Remember of the Premier League? Like, the first yeah. three weeks because it started early August. So, yeah, that'll be an adjustment. And, yeah, I think that's going to play a big factor. I think some of these Middle Eastern teams that, you know, we don't really know a lot of the players from, but I think they're they're you know they're more at home. They're playing in Qatar. It's more of the Middle East. I think that'll play a big factor in these games as well. So yeah. let's get this motherfucker started. Like you said, yeah. opening game is Sunday, 11 a.m. Eastern time in the U.S. Qatar versus Ecuador, Ecuador, and that is the first group, Group A. The four teams in this group are the following: Qatar, Ecuador, Senegal, Netherlands. Big story out of this one, no Sadio Mane. He was announced that he might miss just the first couple games of the World Cup, and now it's announced he's going to miss the entire World Cup. That is a huge loss for Senegal. He is the heartbeat of that team, best player by far, one of the best players in the world. So that's a huge loss. So, yeah, I think that's going to play a factor in this group. If I'm Netherlands, I am happy about that. Because this group yeah. just got a lot easier for them. A lot easier. Um, and 
Yeah, Netherlands are going to be my surprise team. I think Ooh. they have a great squad. I think this is the year where they will um, they will they will make a surprise run. I like their team a lot. Memphis Depay, Virgil Van Dyke playing in his first World Cup. I think he's been taking his foot off the gas a little bit for his, with his club season with Liverpool, and I think he's fully focused on his first World Cup bid. I think he will show up. I think we will see that dominant Van Dyke that we've seen at Liverpool for many years. Um, mm. And, yeah, Cody Gakpo. And another player that I'm going to say is going to be my young player of the tournament and the hey, breakout player. Out early. Yes, Zavi Simmons. I love this kid for PSV. He's playing on Netherlands. This kid tore Arsenal up in the two games we played against him. He looked lively. He was a problem every time he touched the ball. I see this kid, Zavi Simmons, being the breakout player of the tournament that everybody's talking about afterwards. He's electric, and he anytime he touches the ball, he causes problems. International football, you're looking at this group now, a little weakened, no Sadio Mane, and then you got Qatar and Ecuador, not, not, not top-tier teams in, in international football. I think Netherlands is going to feast. I think they will do a clean, clean sweep of this group. And I think they will make a run in the knockouts. And I think Xavi Simmons will be the breakout player of the tournament, young player of the tournament. I think I think he's going to be the kid. Um, a, a lot of eyes are already on him, but I think after this, he's going to be the kid where he's supposed to – he came from PSG. They sold him to PSV in the summer, the Dutch team. And PSG have a buyback clause. I have a feeling he's going to have a breakout. And, yeah, lots of clubs are going to be inquiring of inquiring about him to PSV and PSG after this. So he definitely qualifies in regards mm-hmm. to his age, but what would you say the age is like 19, 20 years old is acceptable yeah. for a young player. Like under okay, 22, cool. right? Isn't it under 22? Okay, cool. I believe so. Perfect. Yeah. Somewhere around there, 22, so, 21 and under this, this group is, uh, I think pretty clear cut other than Ecuador with some fight that they could potentially bring. I'm looking at some mm-hmm. kind of major games that are important. Um, Netherlands versus Ecuador um, on Thanksgiving, November 25th at 11 a.m. Um, Eastern time. That, that game time. is going to be clutch. I think that game is yeah. going to be a big indicator as to what you're saying because Ecuador at that point would have faced Qatar um, and nobody else. So, um, it, it'll, it'll be interesting. Um, Senegal, uh, Senegal. Yeah. I, I still rate that roster. You look at some of the players that are a little bit more proven. Um, I don't disagree with anything that you're saying about, uh, the Netherlands and the potential. Uh, the problem with, is at least from what I can remember with the euros and everything else, at least recently, Injuries and a lack of consistency in the roster. I feel like you haven't had any structure in terms of like experience with specifically the back line that they play. And if I'm not, and what I mean back line is they really go three in the back, don't they? They typically try to go, yeah, they'll go, they'll go three in the back. And I can't tell you the last time I can remember Virgil and um, Delit and Ake all together. Um, that's yeah, going to be have, kind of 
Go I ahead. have Diverge Div- too. That other guy. I just wanted to drop that in there because he's really good. He'll probably start over Ake. I think so. That's what I was getting at. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the attacking is there for them. Senegal too. Um, Balde, um, you have experience with midfielders in, in, in Guy. Um, two guys, too, if I'm not mistaken. Get it? Uh, two guys. Um, but <laughs> the roster's pretty good for Senegal. And good yeah. keeper in Mendy. Uh, you're obviously going to have some some hit, some experience in all the main places for them. So that'll be huge. I trust Sar from Watford with the speed. Um, yep. This is World Cup place. You got You can't look at him as the top Premier League and say, "Oh, well, he's not that." You know, he's not up there competing against those guys. He doesn't have to. He is. He is having to compete against Ecuador. <laughs> he's got to be better than Ecuador. That's the important thing you got to remember. So, um, the SAR I rate. Um, I also rate uh, Diada. Uh, he played for Monaco. Uh, I also rate a guy like I mentioned, Diallo. I rate. Yep. Um, and then uh, Kulabali, of course, um, and Mendy. So, Mendy. yeah, they got a squad. I'm going. I'm not going any awards here with this bracket with this group. Um, in particular, I'm going. I got the Dutch winning it, uh, and I got Senegal coming in second. So those are my one and twos moving forward. And what's three and four? You got to note those as well for the perfect yeah, bracket. This is. I'm gonna go Ecuador, and then Qatar. Okay. No love for the no love for the hosting country. You take away my alcohol no. sales, I put you last. You get nothing. <laughs> you get nothing. Absolutely nothing. All right. Uh, good point on the the health of the Netherlands. It is it is the thing that could break them. Memphis Depay always hurt. Uh, definitely could be a big problem if he gets hurt early on in this tournament. He's a key. He's very good at international football. Also worth noting what you said, international football is a lot slower than, you know, club football. So you see guys who play for certain teams and then they do nothing and then they go to international football and um, they eat, they feast. You know, for, for years, we were. I was asking myself, why can't Xhaka play like he does for Switzerland for Arsenal? He's finally doing yeah. it this year. But for yeah, years, yeah. I was saying that because it's a, it's a slower game. It more fits his pace. He's not the paciest central midfielder, but he dominates. He dominates uh, international football. So, yeah, two good points you brought up. Um, but, yeah, I'm still going Netherlands, number one. I'm going to go Ecuador, number two. I just think losing Mane is going to just have a bigger impact than just on the pitch. Uh, I think Ecuador is a feisty team, and they'll slip through into the knockouts, get that number two spot. I'll go set. Senegal third and Qatar fourth. So that's where I'm going. Um, yeah, Group A, done. Signed, sealed, delivered. Group B, interesting one. Four teams: England, Iran, USA, USA, and Wales. This is an interesting one. This is where, you know, first, first, first group. Eh. This group, juicy. Lots of storylines here. Southgate tax. Fucking Burhalter tax. Gareth Bale. Will this be his last moment of greatness for Wales? He had a moment of greatness for LAFC in the final. 
Will this be his last uh, international run with Wales? Uh, Aaron Ramsey also on that team. Arsenal guy, former Arsenal guy. And Iran. Uh, interesting, interesting group. I'm very curious to see where you're going to put things. Uh, you know, USA's in this. Obviously, we're going to be rooting for them. Uh, that's going to be prob- – this is probably the, the group we're going to focus on, Premier League podcast, USA-based uh, podcast. So, yeah, two of those knocked out in this group. I want to hear your thoughts on this group right now. I may really, really give harsh criticism to my players and to my club, and I'm realistic and critical, and it's only based on the expectation that's set, and I have to lower my expectation when it comes to my country, but – Damn it, do we have to strike? And I think we have the players to strike. Don't think we're going to win the group. That's only because the team I think is going to win the group is just that much more talented. Um, I'm not sleeping on Wales or Iran, specifically Wales. I'm not sleeping on Wales. Um but I just think right now we have the quality and we have the youth. You kind of mentioned something before in regards to the importance of youth players for Arsenal. I think the the youth players overall, I just think are going to have that edge in this environment with it being hot as they're see, as we're seeing in early reports and early videos and media and all that. So it's, it's going to be interesting. So I have England winning the group. I have Jude Bellingham being my young player of the tournament. Good pick. I have Jude. I have Jude. Uh, going with the recent trend in players, which is the I'm going to bet on myself. Now he's not ending in a contract like Judge or like not taking an extension or anything like that, but he's seeing an opportunity like the World Cup, and he's telling mm-hmm. himself, "I'm about to want to smash a transfer record." with these goals and this play I'm about to have. I think yep. he's going to have a huge, huge growth moment for him as a player. Um, and I think that'd be really cool to see because I would really like to see him in the city uniform. Um, Wales and Iran, Tarimi can give us problems. Yep. Um, you've noted everyone mm-hmm. about Wales. I really think t- I'm scared of Tarimi. That's the one issue. Yeah. Um, so games to note here. Uh, England and Iran, uh, November 21st, 8 a.m. Huge, yep. huge game. Um, yep. I, uh, England's first match really kind of gets things going. Uh, the match that I think, I mean, let's let's talk about it, right? England, USA, November 25th, Thanksgiving Day, 2 p.m. We Isn't are it blessed. Black Friday? Oh, so I wait, Thanksgiving. Is it? I thought I thought Thanksgiving's always the twenty fifth. Is it not? Nah, it tripping? moves. Um, you're tripping. Yeah, twenty fifth Friday. It's Black Friday. Yeah. Okay, I so Black that. Friday that. Black um, Friday, two okay. p.m. England versus USA. That's huge, huge game. Huge. Um, and and USA Wales two p.m. because they have to they they have to win that game. USA lose <laughs> that game, they, they they there's a possibility they finish last. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. If USA lose to yeah. Wales, 
they're done. Scary thought. They're done. Yeah. I'm, I, you have to be old ass Gareth Bale and Aaron Ramsey. You have to. And oh, they're scary. a problem. We, we saw them in the Euros. They, they got out of the group stage, Wales. So I, I'm worried. I'm very, very worried about this, this World Cup for USA. I just am. Yeah. I haven't like anything I saw coming into this tournament. Uh, you know, I'm not trying to be negative. I want USA to do good. And this was supposed to be the year, but I really don't rate their manager at all. You know, Southgate yeah. has the fossil tactics. I don't even know what Berhalter's tactics are. I really don't. I don't know what they're trying to do on the pitch when I watch them. It, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's almost like a um, computer simulator, you know, where you just simulate <laughs> yeah. the game. And it's Let just it like, hey, you know, just do this. Uh, it's very, 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 very absent, the tactics. And I'm worried. I am very, very worried about this. They need to absolutely win the Wales game. They don't win that. They could finish last. Um, I think even a draw, you know, would be a bad result. They need three points there. Because Iran, Tarimi, you said it, problem. He's going to be a problem. He definitely is. Um, he will cause problems for USA, 100%. And, you know, the, the biggest problem with the USA is they are terrible outside of the USA. And guess what? This tournament is not in the USA. <laughs> the next one in 2026 is. But yeah. they, their record is abysmal on the road. Abysmal. Even in CONCACAF. And I hear yeah. so many USA people make excuses. Oh, those pitches in CONCACAF on the road, they're terrible. That might be the case. But, you know... You could be playing in Europe and playing France on the road and then Denmark on the road. And then you could be going and playing England on the road. So I'm not going to really cry along with you when you're playing Ecuador and you're playing Jamaica and you're playing teams that aren't good internationally. So I'm worried. I'm very, very worried. They have problems scoring. They have problems scoring. They don't create any yeah. chances for a halter. None of his tactics don't create any chances. So I'm very torn on where I'm going to put them. I'm, I'm still deciding in my head. But, um, yeah, I wish I was more optimistic. I, I was coming into this thinking this is going to be the year. 2020, 2022 and 2026 is going to be the year where USA makes a run. And I just don't yeah. like what I've seen at all. They need a better manager. Yeah. Um you're not wrong, right? We don't have much evidence to be extremely positive about going into this, right? To go into it as an American and say, oh, we're going to the knockout stage, no question. I mean, you're kind of jumping the gun. Um, mm -hmm. No question is really, really a stretch. Uh, we yeah. haven't been able to put together sound uh, games. Um or even uh, uh, chemistry up front. Uh, I, I want to go back to, though, those CONCACAFA games where we played against Mexico and Denver. And the fact that we were able to, in Denver, playing against Mexico, beating them 3 nothing, saying to them, 3-0. I mean, come on, bro. That was dope. Yeah. So... For though for that moment and to have that spirit and to win that game and to dominate them the way we were, I just think it's gonna be it's something to build off of. And I got them finishing second in the group. I got them doing it against Wales and Iran. 
I don't got them doing it against England. I got us getting a draw against England. I think that's the game that puts us through because we're going to get a draw. And that's going to be well-earned. And we move. We're going to handle business against Wales and Iran, though. I really do believe that. Okay. I wish I had your optimism, but I'm just looking at the stats. I'm a stats guy. Mm -hmm. They haven't beaten any World Cup teams recently. Not a good stat. They're terrible on the road. Not a good stat. And I just don't like the style of play. I'm not going to pick them to finish last. And last, I'm going to have... um, And last, I'm going to have Iran. Then I'll have USA at third. Um, I want them to top the group. So when Monday comes around, I will be hyped up for that USA-Wales game. And I think they will get something out of that game for sure. And then I have um, Wales finishing second, England top of the group. We can talk a little England. Um, Yeah. If they don't win this group, Southgate must be fired immediately. Honestly, even second place wouldn't be good because this this should be a layup for England. They have far, far more talent than any team in this group. Far more talent. Even USA, who has some you know good talent. I like their talent. Weston McKinney, great midfield. Tony Adams, um, Musa, great midfield. Some good attacking players. England just tops that group. You know when they play a strong lineup, they they have a really one of the best international teams. It's just Garrett Southgate tax. Who's he going to put out there? But yeah, if, if they don't win this group, that'll be a, a, a travesty for England. So yeah, that's how I'm picking it. The the so can we just talk mentality first? Going into a ro- going into a World Cup with a roster of what twenty six, right? I think they can bring twenty six. Mm-hmm. Um, even though they can bring more, I saw someone got hurt, sent them home, called up someone else. So like, there's always other players available. I I would imagine before it gets started, is that right? I don't I don't fully understand that, but ultimately. My my preference would be bringing more attacking players than defenders. I would do, especially with my lineup, for example, I'm not saying I'm structuring this based on uh, my the players that I have as well, but look at Ben White as for England. I'm taking players on the defensive side that can double up at a position, mm-hmm. and I'm adding the additional attacker to the roster as opposed to bringing a midfielder or a defender because I have the John Stones, the Ben Whites, that can do that type of double duty. Um, that's the, to your benefit, Southgate, you prick. You got to utilize that type of thing on a roster, which is why you consider, well, I don't know, Ivan Bettoni. Yeah. I, I mean, if I talk about that name and bringing him on, but bringing another attacker, you know? So, yes, the tactics don't work. It's horrible. It's 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 like negativity black hole where is it going it's it's not structured you have attackers who go just just dying it's not progressive but can this world cup with the young players that they have really amp up the style and just go forward i don't think we're gonna not see that is what i'm saying i really do feel like right now I can't see Jude Bellingham getting the ball in the midfield and 
just going for it and attacking as opposed to playing some ball backwards and just trying to read what they're doing kind of thing, you know? And maybe to your point, you're maybe to your point, you would say, well, the problem is actually, if you think about it, is is Jude even going to be on the pitch? Do we even have the trust that he's going to be smart enough to play the kid, the young kid? So he started in the Nations League. So I think he probably would. Yeah. Well, then there you go. That's good to know. Um, I didn't know that, and I still made this decision. I'm, I've noted he's taken. I'm make, taking him as my young player of the year um, uh, or, the, or the tournament. Uh, I think he's going to do it. I think he's truly, truly going to perform. And there's no surprise team here. I'm not going to be that much of a homer and say USA would be a surprise team. But if Gio Reyna stayed healthy and McKenney and we found a way to see the first one to two goals go in and we can build some confidence. I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah. It's, 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 that's a, it's a tournament. It'd be nice to see, but I'm not that crazy. Uh, yeah. I only got young player, the, uh, the tournament in this group. Yeah. Um, it's definitely an interesting group. I, I, the problem is I think Southgate's going to set up with a back three and that's not how he should set up at all. He's not going to pick Ramsdale and goal. He's going to pick Pickford, um, and he's just going to set up negatively. So, like, Jude Bellingham, he probably wants to break out. He probably wants to do that, but Southgate's tactics do not allow for that usually most of the time. So if he was smart, he'd go back four because he has the defenders to cover it, go Ramsdale and goals because he can play out the back, and then you go Ben White, right center back, Stones, left center back. On the right, Trippier. On the left, go – who's their left back? Uh, maybe put Kyle Walker there if he's healthy, or yeah. I can't think of who their left back, who their other left back is. I, I definitely don't want Shaw. <laughs> yeah, I definitely don't want Shaw. Fuck that. So if Trippier is healthy, you go Trippier on the left. Bellingham, Chilwell hurt or something. Chilwell's hurt. Yeah, he's out. Remember, yeah. he got hurt the game before Arsenal. Man. So yeah, he's I out. Can't... He would definitely be the left back, but yeah, he's out. And then, you know, you go James Madison attacking mid. That would be great. He would be able to open up the defenses a lot. He's a great attacking mid. And then Harry Kane, striker, right, Saka, left, Foden. That would be a great lineup. If he starts that, I'll be excited because then I'll say, oh, maybe he's changing up his tactics a little bit. Maybe he's going for it a little bit more, a little more attacking. That would be great to see, but I just doubt it's going to happen. So... Let's move on. Group C, Argentina, Saudi Arabia, Mexico, Poland. Definitely an interesting group. Um, Big dogs, Argentina. Kind of big dogs, Mexico. Um, Always play good in in, in tournaments like this, Mexico, even though their team, I'm also down on them. They haven't been impressive at all the last few years, but they always show up in tournaments, always make it out of the group stages. Uh, 2016, no, 2018, they knocked out, they knocked out Germany, the, the champions. So that was good for Mexico. And yeah. What do you think about this group? Lionel Messi, another big player. And, uh, Argentina is definitely one of the favorites in this. Is, is Argentina the team they picked in the FIFA world cup simulator to win it all? Uh, yes, I believe so. Yeah, it was right. They played X amount of games and, and did it. Um, uh, my surprise team's in this group. My surprise team is in this group. I think. No, sir. 
Uh oh. Poland. Really? Oh yeah. Lewandowski FC. That's what I call them. And they're about to. They want to have a word with you after that comment. After this tournament, I have a I have a feeling we're gonna about to be knowing a whole lot of more <laughs> Polish players. Um, I'm gonna look up the roster in a second because I do rate. I think they have a Milik in there that I like. Yeah, um, they, they do. They have a no. Serbia has Rebic Rebic. Um, yep. But Olin, I think, is a potential really really scary team. And when you got a big dog up front that knows how to bang goals, and you got some young scrappy midfielders that can get to them, I think they have Pajayic too in there. Um, I'm very confident in this team's ability to work around Big Dog. Yeah. Um, so Milik. Yep. Yeah, Milik. So Poland's an interesting pick. Um, usually when I watch them, it's the game plan is shut down Lewandowski, and then Poland has trouble, trouble doing anything. So you think they're going to be able to um, do better with that. Not, not do better, but basically they know teams are going to come in sh- trying to shut down Lewandowski, and you think that they're going to be able to uh, go around that and play a different style, which allows them to advance through the group stage. Is that correct? Yeah, I think basically what I'm banking on is guys like Gillick, guys like Joswiak, and guys like Linetti, um that are going to be able to go around and pretty much feed him. And if they're not... Also, I went and looked up. <laughs> this is this team, out of all the roster, this team has scored, because I look forward to like set pieces from the World Cup. All of these players have total... Poland has the most set piece goals so far this year. So I think they're going to hit some bangers and hitting curlers like that, hitting momentum, scoring off the corner. You never know with a team like this. So yeah, that, that, that's my confidence that even if they do try to, if they, if a team goes in and says, we're just doing a uh, double up on him and don't let Lewandowski get free. I feel like they got enough, activity and engines around them that they'll get a scrappy one to two goals and still get some results. Yeah, definitely. I think I'm I'm not sure who I'm still deciding in my head because like I said, Mexico usually does well in these uh, world cup group stages. I think they've advanced out of the last several, how many amount of groups. And then they usually go out pretty early in the knockout rounds. So, you know, history would tell you, but I've seen this Mexico team played, uh, I, I mentioned I was down on USA, and USA pretty much handled them in the last couple times they've played them. Uh, it's just it's just not there for Mexico. They usually have a pretty damn good team, but it's just not the same Mexico. They're in kind of like a rebuilding stage with their international squad. So, yeah, I think, you know, we'll talk about Argentina a little bit, but I'm putting them top of my group. I'm sure, you know, maybe you'll have Poland, but, you know, I'm putting them top of my group. I think they're going to be one of the teams that go far. Argentina, Lionel Messi, last World Cup for sure. He's getting up there in age. He's going to want to prove something. He's on great, great form coming into this tournament. Latero Martinez, um, the little midget from Manchester United, Lissandro Martinez, uh, Christian Romero, very, very good team here. And, um, you know, they're a team that always plays well together internationally. 
these South American teams always play well in these tournaments. And yeah, I think I'm going to put them in my number one spot. Number two, I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go Mexico. I think from what I've seen from them, I'm a little down on them, but I'm not as high on Poland as you. I, they just don't impress me when I watch them play. So I'm going to say Mexico gets through. It's going to be one of those those where you get through with like four points because the other teams didn't get any points any, anywhere else. So Mexico's going to just like squeak through. Well, Mexico's just going to just squeak through. Uh, Poland, third. Saudi Arabia, fourth. Uh, my World Cup winner is also in this group. Oh. I think... This is a banging out and a for all the shit that going into this World Cup about Ronaldo and all that. Messi loves the fact that nobody's looking at him right now. No one's talking to him and asking him questions about it's all somewhere else. And quiet little little Lionel Messi gets to just focus on doing his thing. And I think it's happening this year. I really do. Uh, It starts with winning the group for me. Um, I have Argentina winning the group. I have Poland finishing in second. I have Mexico in third, and I have Saudi Arabia finishing fourth. Uh, You talked more about Mexico than I have, but the roster, while it's youthful, uh, you got Chucky Lozano in there. You got um, the front at three. You also added the young little uh, Guerrero kid. Uh, They got got players, but it's not their year. It's the wrong group because Poland is a little bit more seasoned than Mexico, and that's where I trust that. In a World Cup like this, while you've mentioned yeah. the youth, and I think it's going to be playing important, uh, youth means nothing if you don't have at least one to two old heads that can get them right and get them knowing where they got to go. So uh, Udonis Haslam variable is somewhat important every now and then. Um, shout out to the old head. Uh, yeah, so I have Argentina uh, definitely doing it. And I got him being my golden boot. I got a Lionel Messi banging goals and just Three shutting things down. Yeah. Lionel Messi, golden boot. You have Argentina winning it all. Mm-hmm. And you have Poland as a surprise team. Yep. Okay. All right. Bingo. Um, there we go. Getting juicy, getting juicy. Next, Group D, World Cup winners, France, Australia, Denmark, Tunisia. Um, I do have a category coming out of this. I'm going to leave that as a teaser. And I want you to break this down and pick your team first. And I do have a category coming out of this. So we'll see which one it is coming up. But go ahead. Give us your thoughts on this uh, this bracket, this group. I got Denmark winning the group. Ooh, a lot of of, uh, chatter about them being a potential surprise team. And yeah, I, I like Denmark. They had a very good Euros, even with the Christian Eriksen drama. You know, he went down in those Euros. That wasn't that long ago, but that could be a good redemption story, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Denmark, Australia, and Tunisia don't really scare me or or move me at all. France, obviously, the big call out. Um, mm-hmm. I got Denmark. I got France coming in second. I'm not going to go crazy and say anything's going on there with them being outed in group play. Um, and then I'm going actually fight from Australia finishing third and then Tunisia in fourth. Um, so do you think I'm hearing a lot of chatter that France is going to disappoint? Uh, we we got to shout that um, in Cuckoo. 
big player for France, actually went down a couple weeks ago, a couple days ago in training, and he's actually going to be out of the World Cup. I do think that's a, a big loss. Um, but do you think that they could – see, I'm looking at this group, and I say there's no way they don't qualify. I just don't I just don't see them not getting out of here because I think it's a pretty weak group besides Denmark. I think Denmark's really good, and they're definitely sure. a sleeper team. Um, but I just don't see them not qualifying. Do you think that's possible? No, I. it would be a scary, scary thought to go down that path. I can't speak intelligently too much more to Tunisia specifically. Australia, I can speak a little bit to, but I don't see them. The, 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 in my humble opinion, the talent is so far different with this group in particular that it's really just warm-up games for France in those two games. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I do want to obviously note Damn, I missed it with Group C. All right, let me go back to Group C real quick. Group C, the games I'm looking forward to, Argentina and Mexico, November 26th at 2 p.m. Huge Saturday, game. Right? Yep, yeah. Saturday uh, at 2 o'clock. Awesome game. That's awesome. And then for me, the 30th, November 30th, Poland and Argentina. Um, if I'm talking as much as I'm talking about Poland, we got to see it against Argentina, uh, obviously, who I think are going to be World Cup winners. So, yeah, those games are going to matter. For Group D, now, France, Australia, Denmark, Tunisia, games that really only stick out for me, unfortunately, November 26th at 11 a.m., France and Denmark. That's really the yeah. game that I've kind of noted where I've been like, yeah, I've got to get eyes on at least a half there, see what's going on with that, just to kind of see – uh, how Denmark really kind of matches up because obviously then uh, talent wise, you'd give the nod to France, but team wise. And like you've noted with what they did in the year in the euros, uh, Schmeichel and the other boys are, are kind of getting it done. So. Yeah, no, that's going to be a big matchup Denmark. And like I said, I have, I have something coming out of this category wise and um, it's going to be the golden boot. I'm picking the oh. golden boot to come out of this. Yes, 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 yes. My theory is France is going to eat. They are going to eat and score a lot, a lot of goals in these group stages. I think the Denmark game will be tough, but I think Australia, Tunisia, they'll put up a combined eight goals in those games. And Kareem Benzema, my pick for the golden boot of the World Cup, is going to eat oh. and get a hat trick in one of those. And usually it takes about six, seven goals to get the golden boot for the for the World Cup. And right. he'll be about coming out of the group stage, he'll have about four or five. That's my prediction. So and then I don't have them winning. I don't have them doing that. It's very hard to go back to back. I think the last team that went back to back was like in the sixties or the fifties or something. So I don't have them winning. But I think, you know, my theory is they're gonna rack up goals against Tunisia and Australia. Benzema will be tapping them in. And coming out of these group stages, they'll win a couple games in the knockouts. He'll have about five, four or five goals coming out of the group stages. So I have him for my golden boot winner, Kareem Benzema. Solid, solid pick, specifically with what you just said that last part. There's definitely going to eat against some of these clubs. This is definitely mm-hmm. just for them a practice session against Tunisia and Australia. Mm-hmm. I think maybe Australia will put more fight. I think Tunisia is mm-hmm. definitely getting new tactics brought on, probably in the 45th. Um, the scary thing is if they 
do it too bad, he's probably getting pulled at halftime, right? So you don't yeah. want it to be too bad of a shellacking with the overall. You don't want it to be four nothing and him only have one of those goals because he's probably going to get pulled at halftime so they can put someone else on. So uh, I hope, I hope you're right. If if it goes down this path. Um, he's got to get like a brace at halftime and Tunisia's got to score one at the half um, for it to be like, all right, well, here we go. We got to have a little more serious of a fight. So we got to keep them on kind of thing. So yeah, you could definitely got, there's, there's, there's some validity behind what you're going with this. I can see that, that happening and him winning the golden boot with that. For sure. And my order is going to be, uh, I like the Denmark pick, but I'm going France, Denmark, Tunisia, Australia. Hmm. I think Tunisia is going to beat Australia in their matchup, and uh, they'll pull it out and get third. So, yeah, that's how I'm going. And, yeah, let's move on. Group E. This is a very interesting group. For me, this is one of the best groups out there um, when I'm looking at it. There's definitely some other shouts for very, very good groups. I'm looking at uh, a couple others, but this group right here is very, very good. Spain, who... You know, I think I think they're a good shout to go pretty far. Uh, Costa Rica, mm. they'll be a scrappy team. Germany, mm. and then Japan. Japan will be good. Tamiyasu, my boy, on that team. Japan is. Uh, I've watched them a few games. They tore up USA in a in a, in a friendly. Uh, yep. I think it was in September. Yeah, they they look really good. I was very impressed by them. They have a lot of very quick players, and uh, they play good ball. So I think this is a really good group. I'm excited for this one. Group E. Um, what are the marquee matchups in this? What are we looking at? And also break it down. Are you are you as high on this group as I am? 100%. Yeah, I think you noted. I think if you want to spend enough time, you can spend a good amount of time talking about Costa Rica and Japan uh, together and not cover everything you want because of how good, obviously, Spain and Germany are. Uh, Japan and, and Costa Rica, I don't, I'm... It's a it's a coin flip for who I think is going to finish third or fourth. Unfortunately mm-hmm. for them, if you were to switch like these group D and E's and have Tunisia and Japan switch, oh my god, I'd be thinking Denmark, you're getting a run. You know, France, you're getting a little bit more of a run. Uh, Costa Rica, not so much because I think the talent gap is a little bit too much more from France. But Spain and Germany are the standouts. Uh, Spain and Germany will play to each other November 27th at 2 p.m. Uh, mm-hmm. Huge, huge matchup. Potential. Yep. I don't think we're going to see a better lineup 11-11 in the regular and the group play. I don't think yeah, we're going to no, see that's, it. I'm, I'm trying to look real quick. I think, yeah, I think in the group stages, that is definitely the best matchup. That's two international powerhouses, uh, two very good teams currently, you know, because Argentina and Mexico is usually two international powerhouses, but Mexico is not as good right now. Spain, very, very good, underrated team. I I think, you know, a lot of people overlook them. I think they're at the top of their, you know, top of their powers. I think Germany is very good as well, you know, and they always dominate these tournaments, Germany. So, yeah, that's an excellent matchup. When is that again? That is so Spain and Germany will play each other November 27th at 2 p.m. That game in particular, I'm, I'm literally looking at the rest of the groups in front of me. And I don't think you got Croatia and Belgium, maybe. But Brazil doesn't really get Brazil and Serbia, maybe or Switzerland. 
but Portugal, Ghana, maybe Portugal, Uruguay, nothing matches up to Spain and Germany. Um, that is the game of the group play for me, for sure. Uh, it's a toss. I don't. Germany is such a powerhouse, but really so is Spain. I think Germany's had it more consistently lately, and Spain have too much more of the younger guys. Plus, I don't know what you're getting from Sergio Pesquets, but if you think you're going to play him in that heat, good luck. So um, he better be starting Rodri if he's, if he's smart. I don't think he – I think he's going to give the nod to Bisquets. Also, I saw Rodri make a statement about him playing a little bit more of an attacking midfield because he noted he was asked questions about it. How's your role similar from City? Are you doing the same thing? And he said, well, no, because I'm a pivot over at City. Here I actually plan on moving forward and attacking more, uh, at being a little bit more diverse, whatever Luis Enrique needs. So that'll be interesting. I have Germany winning the group. I got Spain finishing in second. I got Japan in third. I got Costa Rica in fourth. Okay, interesting. Yeah, and that that matchup, um, that matchup, Spain Germany. That's a, that's an excellent one. Uh, I cannot wait for that. Germany's interesting. Um, I do like their team. They do have players everywhere. Muller, who's been on that team forever, he's going to be very very good this tournament. A player to watch out for, as always. He's always dangerous on Germany. Uh, I'm a big Serge Gnabry fan. Love him. Leroy Sané, also like him too, from former Man- Manchester City boy. So, yeah, I, I think that's a really good Germany team. I think they're definitely a team to watch out for. However, I have them finishing second in this group. I'm going with Spain to finish first. I'll go wow. Germany second. I'll go Japan third and Costa Rica fourth. I nice. think I think this is an interesting group. Japan I think they're going to get points off one of the big dogs. I don't know who it's going to be, but I think they're going to be a team that's very um, good to watch. And there is going to be a World Cup playoff. So hopefully, uh, not a World Cup playoff, but like a, a, a group stage playoff. So I think Japan will get into that playoff and possibly enter the knockout rounds through that way. So yeah, I, I like that Japan team. I watch them, but you know, Germany and Spain—they got a bad—they got a bad pull to draw because. Yeah, this is a tough group. I don't think they can do it. But it wouldn't shock me, honestly, if if they pulled a couple upsets here and and finished second or first. It wouldn't Mm -hmm. shock me, but I'm not going to pick it. I'm not going to pick it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree for sure. But, yeah, definitely a team to watch out for. I think they'll be very exciting this tournament. Uh, Group F, and this is another interesting. Honestly, I'm looking at this one. This one might be more interesting than uh, E. Belgium, Canada, Morocco. Morocco is a good team. Hakimi huh? on that team. They have some good players there. And Croatia, team that went to the World Cup final in 2018. Luka Modric, yeah. uh, amazing player. Perisic playing for Tottenham, good player as well. Um, I think they will do uh, do well in this tournament as well. So this is another interesting. And Canada, Canada is an interesting team. I, I honestly thought about them as my surprise team. I love Jonathan David at Lille. Great player, does really well in international play, always scoring for Canada. And Alfonso Davies, another, another great player, uh, plays for Bayern Munich. Definitely, definitely want to watch out. And then what's most interesting about this to me, not the Croatia, I think they'll do well in this. For me, Belgium has disappointment of the tournament written all over it. Written all over it. I think they are a shout for disappointment of the tournament. And um, I don't know if we made that a category, but that's going to be my pick for 
for we are flop. doing it now. We're doing it now. Flop of the tournament is going to be Belgium. We Belgium, we've been hearing about this golden age of Belgium for so long, and it hasn't come. They've done nothing in tournaments, no Euros, no World Cup, and it's going to continue here. Eden Hazard, he's a corpse. He's going to do nothing for Belgium. <laughs> Lukaku, he does well for Belgium, but he's very inconsistent. I don't like what I saw from De Bruyne. He was very, very knackered, tired. So I don't know if he's going to be on the top of his game coming into this tournament. I'm sure he will show up for his country. I'm not worried about him. But I am worried about the rest of this team. Um, yeah, I think this is. I think they got a tough group here. And, yeah, I, this is how I'm going to pick it. This, Belgium will be the disappointment in the tournament. So you know I'm not putting them one or two. I'm going Croatia, uh-huh. Croatia finishing number one in this, in this group. I'm uh-huh. going Canada, number two. I'm going Morocco, number three. And I'm putting Belgium last. They're going to flop in this tournament. They're going to crash out and burn. And the golden age of Belgium will officially be buried. Damn. Yeah. Damn. I'm just Roberto Martinez sacked. Yeah, right. He's got to go. Yeah, he's got to go. go. You can't, you can't get knocked out um, with this group. Uh, Yeah, I just think Morocco is going to get slapped by everybody, including Canada. I think Canada with Jonathan David and um, no Davies. Right? We don't have any Davies, unfortunately. He is. He's playing. Yeah, Alfonso Davies. Let me double check. Oh my lord. Um, they also have another player. Um, I think it's like Humphreys or something like that. Really, yeah, really they'll, good. They'll, they'll be playing. No, they have a good wow. team. They've beaten yeah. USA. They've taken it to USA last couple times we played them. Uh-huh. They're an up-and-coming team, and they are ready for this World Cup. And that's why I'm picking them uh, to finish second. I think they're going to surprise yeah. a lot of people. I got Croatia doing it. I got Croatia winning the group. Uh, I agree with you. They have a lot of veteran season, season team. Um, they all know what they're doing, and even the youth have kind of gotten involved with with what they're doing there. So Croatia definitely have it going. I got Belgium finishing in second. As much as I would love for for what you're suggesting, I just I just don't see it happening in the group. I think Belgium have too much talent. You look at the t- I worry about talent gaps. Yeah, and talent gaps is is astronomical with Morocco yep. and Belgium. And while you're right, Belgium's a fossil or uh, uh, Hazard's a fossil. Um, Lukaku, you never really know uh, with with Kevin. Um, yes, looking slow, and he's gonna he's gonna give everything, but it means nothing if you're dishing out dimes to nobody. So there's the youth though, and you know the, you got the younger Hazard. You do have Batistayu. Um, um, you do have. Uh, Trissard, yep. So it'll be a good group. I think you got some fight. They do have a quality, quality group of players. So I got Belgium doing uh, finishing in second. I have Canada in third, and I have Morocco finishing in fourth. All right, we're definitely different on that one. So that'll be one to watch because we have yeah. way different picks in that group, which is good. Oh, games to watch. Game, games to watch for this one. Yeah, yeah. Belgium, Canada. Belgium, Canada, that'll be the start for it right there. If what you're saying comes true, you got Belgium, Canada, November 23rd at 2 p.m. That game. I'm noting it. 
that game should be a three to one slapping and Canada should be running it for you. I would love to see that happen. Then you have Croatia, Belgium, December 1st at 10 a.m. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good game too. What was that one? Uh, That's Croatia. That's the last game. That's yeah. the last so, game of that group. Mm-hmm. Okay. Perfect. That'll be good. So, yeah, Canada, Belgium, uh, day before Thanksgiving, 2 p.m. That's definitely a great marquee game for that day. Um, and, yeah, if if what I'm saying is true, Canada will win that one. So, yeah, definitely yep. want to watch out for it. Group G coming up. We will have some categories in this from me. We will have some oh, yeah. categories in this from me. Uh, Brazil, Serbia, Switzerland, Cameroon, and I'm just going to say it right now. I got Brazil winning this damn thing. I got Brazil winning the World (laughs) Cup. I'm going to say it. I'm going to get it over with. Brazil winning the World Cup. I think it's their time. I think it's their year. Neymar is ready to lead these men. He's on form right now coming in. You got to look at the players who are on form. Neymar is definitely one of them. And For sure. he's got the squad behind him. He's got a great, great squad behind him. It's really, really yeah. no weak points in this squad. If Allison gets hurt, Ederson goes in goal. I mean, that's just great depth right there. Along yeah. the back line, you got uh, Marquinhos. You got Tiago Silva. This will be his last run. You know he's going to be up for this. He's going to give his all, even if it might hurt You know his run with Chelsea, who are in the mud. But, yeah, he's going to give his all. Um, midfield, got a great, great midfield, Casemiro in mid, um, Lucas Paqueta, um, Bruno Guamares. I mean, just, just depth in that midfield. And then the attack is just zero weak points, zero weak points. You got Neymar, you got Richarlison, you got, uh, Vinicius Jr. One of my favorite players, Gabriel Jesus, Gabriel Martinelli. You got, uh, who else is on that? Anthony. I mean, just just sick, sick, sick team. And the key is going to be, can Neymar lead this team to the promised land? That's the key to the to, to this. They need a leader on that front line. We know Thiago Silva will be leading them, and Allison will be leading them in, in, in defense. But will Neymar have the gall to lead them to the promised land? And I think he's ready for it. I think we've seen a, a maturity in his game in this past couple of years, and especially this year. Uh, Mbappe slandering him nonstop for PSG, and he's kind of rolled with it and just handled business. I think he's ready to do it, and Brazil's going to be my pick. So obviously I'm picking them to come out of this group. I got Brazil, uh, Switzerland, Granit Xhaka, captain for that. I think Switzerland's a good team. I like what I saw from them in the Euros and in qualifying. I think they're a very underrated team. I think they're a team that's going to go quiet because they will lose to Brazil. So no one will expect them to make noise. But don't be surprised if Switzerland goes into the knockout rounds and advances to the final eight. Do not be surprised by that at all because they have a very good quality team outside of Switzerland, uh, outside of Granite Xhaka. Um, yeah, when I watched them in the Euros, they were very quality. And if you remember, they beat France. They beat France in, um, in a game. I think it was the playoff. One of the, great, uh, one of the greatest games me and my wife watched together. Ever. Yeah. We watched that full game together, and yep. the keeping by summer was 
absolutely phenomenal. It was the greatest goalkeeping experience. My wife and I, at the end of that game, we literally thought about both of us getting his kit because he was so fucking good. Like, that is yeah. an experience her and I will always have remember, that France and, and Switzerland game. It was such a remarkable game. I'm probably going to watch the highlights later tonight just because of how amazing his keeping performance was. Um, he did such a fantastic job against such a... a France was so attacking. It was incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Brian, I have them winning the group. Oh, I have Switzerland. I have Switzerland winning the group. Oh, God. Um, I also have a category here because... I'm not gonna say so crazy that they're gonna drop in group play, but I got Brazil being the flop of the tournament. I so need have them, Brazil. You have them advancing, but going out of knockouts early. Exactly. That's what I'm guessing. Exactly. Okay. Yep. Exactly right. And that I think would cl- would cl- classify as a flop because Absolutely. you can't you can't Absolutely. be that talented, that talented, and get out in group play. So I got Switzerland. I got Brazil. I got Serbia finishing in third, and I got Cameroon in fourth. I just think Serbia are a little bit more talented. They're going to give a run to Brazil and Switzerland. Um, but I, I just I, I don't see enough to put it all together, right? I mean, you got uh, SMS. Uh, who else do you have? Rebic. Um, you have a left winger, too, who's actually really good. I can't think of his name right now. Nikola Djokic uh, is on this team. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just kidding. Um, yeah, well, yeah. They put him in. <laughs> it's like who's that? Oh yeah. Oh, oh that's Jokic from the Denver Nuggets. <laughs> that's right. I'm pretty sure Mitrovic, the funny thing you know, is I don't know if he's healthy, but they have Mitrovic and they have Dusan. So they do have a pretty good team. This is actually a good team now. I'm looking at the roster. Costa have... is on there too. This might be a shout for like eh, uh, a surprise team. They have a very good team. They do. Yeah, they have a really good team. Um, but yeah, this is a tough group for them. I think Switzerland's a real quality team, and yeah, Granite Jaka in that France game bossed that midfield, and uh, that was a phenomenal game. So I I picked uh, Brazil, Switzerland, Serbia, and Cameroon. I think we picked it the same way. Yeah. Hey, so check it out. That's fine. And I have, oh, by the way, Neymar, player of the tournament as well. Nice. Okay. Um, huge, huge games in this group. Yes. You really want to be paying attention to Brazil and Switzerland. That game's going to be on November 28th at 8. What? There's no way. Okay. Is that the 5 a.m. game? No, it's 8 p.m. Eastern. 8 p.m.? You sure? I know. That can't be correct. It's got to be a typo. No, so it has all of the games per day. And oh, oh, sh- wait, what? No, wait, wait, yeah, wait, wait, what, what eight, date was that? It's eight, Let me look. November, or uh, let's see, Brazil, it's November 28th, 8 p.m. Eastern. I think it's because of how damn hot it is. Let's see, that has to be a typo. Brazil, now you must have a different time zone because it's actually 11 a.m. Eastern. Brazil versus Switzerland on the twenty eighth. Really? Yeah. So it must maybe you're in, you clicked it. I don't know. Maybe it's it just probably misprinted it. Um, hmm. 
Yeah. Is that Cameroon Brazil game the same day, same time? Cameroon, no. Cameroon Serbia. Cameroon Serbia is that mm-hmm. 5 a.m. game on that day. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, um, 11 a.m. is going to be Eastern time, which is a good time. Portugal good Uruguay is also that day. So, that's a fun day. Two good games there. Um, yeah. Which will lead us into our next group, right? We wrap this one up. Anything mm-hmm. else on this one? Nope. 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 Oh, we didn't have a different because you had Switzerland winning the group. So, yeah, we did have a different. For some reason, I thought yeah. you'd pick Brazil. So, yeah, we had it a little different. Um, that'll be a prediction if that comes true. I'll be very disappointed. And, yeah, like you said, if there's, there's certain things that are disappointing. Like if Brazil gets knocked out in the first round of the knockouts, that's disappointing. Switzerland gets to the knockouts, I think they'll be happy. Um, but, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll digress. And Group H, final group. Interesting one. I actually think this is probably one of the better groups as well. You have Portugal who, you know, what we talked about already with Cristiano Ronaldo and his drama, his last cup World Cup as well, and that's a very, very talented team. If you're looking at teams with the most talent, that's definitely one of them. They have an incredible, incredible team. Uh, Ghana in this group, Thomas Partey, FC, very good team. Um, Uruguay and South Korea, Sun. So there's a lot of stars in this group, right? You got Ronaldo, Mm -hmm. you got uh uruguay you have you know darren noodles and south korea you have sun so this is, this is a this is a good group i think this group could have a potential lot of golden boot candidates as well uh i think sun yeah. is a golden boot candidate he can feast on a lot of these group games uruguay i could see noodles being up there he's going to get a lot of goals for uruguay and yeah a lot of interesting matchups the rematch of ghana uruguay you sent me the clip for that game where Luis Suarez gutlessly handballed it and the dude missed the penalty. I think this is going to be really interesting. There's no way Ghanaians are going to forget that. No way. Yeah. No way they're going to forget that. They were cheated out of that game. And, yeah, that is going to be a marquee matchup in these group stages for me. And then Portugal-Uruguay, we just discussed it, 2 p.m. on that same day, uh, Monday the 27th as um same day as brazil switzerland so this is a really interesting group i'm curious to see how you're going to pick it because i think this group can go either way especially with the ronaldo drama this makes this group more interesting because if you're looking at this you're probably saying portugal are finishing it i really think this this drama is going to play a factor into how portugal shows up in this tournament so what do you think you think it's going to have a factor or you're still going portugal top it's hard to disagree that it won't be a factor um, I don't have them winning the group. Uh, I have Uruguay winning the group. Um, Uruguay mm-hmm. finds a way to get results. Uh, Ghana's the team where I'm looking at their roster with your boy Thomas Partey, um, Andre Ayu, Lamthi uh, Sulamana, Sula uh, Jordan Ayu. So they got some players here. Uh, Iñaki Williams, the younger Williams brother. Um, so... Uh, Mohamed Kudus, who plays for Ajax. He's, I actually kind of rate him as an individual player. Um, yeah, they, they, they got some players. They got some players. So I'm looking at this group, and I'm thinking to myself, you ask the question, does, does the drama play a role? Does it do something to this? And if the talent around Ronaldo was from other previous years, 
like going back to when when he was in his twenties, the aging Fiegel and and those guys, I would say it would matter more then because mm-hmm. they would really be looking at it more of just like this tasteful, like why are you even bringing this shit into the locker room kind of thing. Yeah. Now I get the feeling and the urge that with the roster, the this is where a guy like Bruno can actually really help in the sense that he can kind of rally enough to just don't even be like, man, fuck this. Just don't even let's not even worry about this. You got Jao and Bernardo and Ruben who, yes, they're city players, but they're guys who are not going to take shit. There's a goal here. Let's do this. Um, I got, I got them doing it. I got, I got Uruguay winning the group, but I got Portugal in second. I got Ghana in third, and I got South Korea not doing a damn thing. Um, yeah, that that's that's kind of the group that I have. But it'll be interesting to watch for sure because you know the camera is going to be on him. And the moment Bernardo doesn't yeah. make a pass oh, to yeah. him and feeds Jao on the overlap, and then he tries to get it in and it, it goes off someone, you're going to see arms up. And that's the first test of animosity. Like, how, how's it going to work? Who you know is he gonna get shouted back at? It'll be good. It'll be good to see. For sure, and I think every game that Portugal's in is gonna be a must-watch for that reason to see how mm-hmm. things are going on that field. And can I have a co-flops of the tournament? Because I think Portugal will be the co-flops of the tournament. Because yeah, I I, I think it's gonna affect them. And like I said, I I haven't been impressed with Portugal. I think their manager is a little outdated as well. Uh, I haven't been mm-hmm. impressed with them in the Euros. They were, were not good in there. And World Cup qualifying, they squeaked through. Remember, they had to play a playoff to get through. Um, mm-hmm. They squeaked through that. And then in Nations League, they've been crap as well. So I think they're coming into this with bad momentum. And then you just mm-hmm. drop the Ronaldo bomb on top of that. And I think not it's going to spell a disappointing uh, uh, World Cup for Portugal. I'm not having them finish first, and I'm not having them finish second. Cold flops of the tournament. This is how I'm breaking down this group. I agree with you. Uruguay are going to win it. I have Ghana finishing second, Portugal finishing third, and South Korea finishing fourth. Give me the marquee matchups. Like I said, you have to put Uruguay, uh, Uruguay, Ghana in the marquee matchups. I want to watch that because, like I said, there's no fucking way. If I didn't forget that and you didn't forget that, there's no way the nation of Ghana forgot that. They're going to be fired no. up for that. And, you know, yeah. I'm sure their fans will travel. It's it's not that far of a trip for them. So I think I think, you know, the fans will also not forget. So I think this is a really interesting game. Agreed. For sure. It'll be very, very close. We know Luis Suarez is gonna get some some playing time. So did he make the I'm roster? Interested. Oh yeah. He had to have made the roster. Let's let's just double check that. I'm sure he did, but he's 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 is he even playing club football? Yeah, he's playing for a team down in Argentina and he's opening his, his um oh, yeah, signing afterwards. Yep, he might he sign with the club. Yeah, I saw that. I, there's a lot of rumors heating up about him. Um, yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> oh, Valverde's on this team too. Yeah, they have a good squad. 
I like Valverde a lot. Benton core, he's in form. Really good team. Yeah. Did you get the marquee matchup? Did I get the marquee matchups? Yeah. Well, this, I think the, the scores for this or the times for this group is fucked up too. So I don't just, even want to list them out. Okay. Let me, so, let me find them. I'll find them real quick. I'll find the dates for them for sure. And then maybe you can find the times. I would say yeah, you have, uh, with how, with how you have it set up, Ghana, Uruguay is going to be a huge game. December 2nd. It's the last game of the group. Oof. Could decide who wins it. That is, that makes it even better. I like that a lot, dude. Could decide yeah, that, who that puts wins. a lot of stakes there. It, it, it yep. could even if it doesn't decide the winner, it could decide Ghana's fate. You know, something like that. So there'll be stakes exactly. on that. I like that exactly. a lot. Yeah. So that's yeah. gonna be a 10 a.m. game on December second. Okay. And then you have Portugal Uruguay November 28th. Uh, I think that's gonna be that's a 2 p.m. game. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and then um, Ghana, Portugal. That'll be Portugal's first game. Um, like I said, every game involving Portugal will be a must-watch, and that'll be on Thanksgiving Day at 11 a.m., so that's cool, too. That'll be that definitely cool. a good game to watch. Thanksgiving Day, you'll have um, Uruguay, South Korea at 8 a.m., Portugal, Ghana, 11 a.m., and Brazil, Serbia. So... Yeah, that wraps it up. Now, do you know how the the playoffs are going to work? I'm um, literally yeah, doing it right um, now. Yeah, because I can see so, Portugal getting in the playoffs, like Japan getting in the playoffs, and that'll be interesting as well. So right now, I'm doing Group A is first. I'm doing your bracket first. So Group A first, it would be the Dutch. Group B second would be Wales for you. Uh, group C's first, Argentina. Group D's second would be Denmark. Ooh, spicy. Yeah. Group That's a tough matchup. E, e and F first and second. Group E's first, Spain. F second, Canada. Spain versus Canada. I like that too. Um, this is now G and H, right? E and F get, and this first, and then second. Group G's first, Brazil for you. We'll play H's second, Ghana. Brazil versus Ghana. So. These two face each other, these two face each other, and then these two will face each other. Yep, yep. And then there. Okay, there's that. Now we have... That's some pretty good matchups. You got Dutch and the Wales. Yeah. Argentina and Denmark. Spain versus Canada. And Brazil versus Ghana. And how does the how does the playoff work? Um so those are I'm trying to find it myself. I'm still trying to do the brackets. I think they're actually put into the well no, because all of these are first and seconds, so <clears throat> that would be interesting. 
Group Cup, Group Stage Playoff. Second. Group B's first is England versus Ecuador for you. This is D and C. Maybe there isn't a playoff. Yeah, they're knocked out. They're knocked out. Group D's first. France. First group C second. Mexico. Yeah, I don't think there is a playoff. Um crazy. But yeah, I'm excited. I'm getting excited. I'm glad we did this because now I'm like I'm pumped. I'm ready for the World Cup. Um Yeah, it's gonna be dope. <clears throat> Yeah, and the games aren't at terrible times. Obviously, that 5 a.m. game, probably probably won't be watching any of those. Be watching highlights, but 8 a.m., 11 a.m., 2 p.m., pretty decent times. Um, you know, definitely could have a morning coffee before work, watch that 8 a.m. game, do some work, lunch break, 11 a.m. game, <laughs> afternoon, 2 p.m. game. But, yeah, what we're going to do is – um, try to hop back on here as much as possible. I definitely want to get on here Monday after the USA game. Uh, if you if you can do that, if you can pull that off, check it out. This is your knockout stages. Oof! All right, you have the Dutch versus the Wales, Argentina versus Denmark, Spain versus Canada. Brazil versus Ghana, Belgium versus Ecuador, or I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Belgium, England, yeah. England versus Ecuador, France versus Mexico, Croatia versus Germany, and Uruguay versus Switzerland. See, I like that. I like that for, I pick Netherlands to be the breakout team. If Netherlands gets Wales, I feel like that's a, that's an easy matchup for them. And I feel like yeah. Brazil, if Brazil gets Ghana, I like Ghana, right, so, but that, they'll be able to run all over them. Hold on, give it so give it to me. I I got the bra- I got it bra- bracket out right now. Okay. Dutch Wales, well, who you got? Well, obviously the Dutch. Okay, Argentina Denmark. Um, Argentina. Spain Canada. Spain. Oh, you know what? Fuck it. Upset Canada. There you go. There you go. Brazil Ghana. Um, Brazil, of course. Okay, hold that thought. England, Ecuador. England. That that's that breaks in England's favor too if it plays out like that as well. And it breaks in my favor because I'm hoping Jude will go ahead and keep going and get some yeah, goals and going. get a young player. Absolutely. France, Mexico. France. Okay. Croatia, Germany. Oof. Germany. Croatia's okay. not going to go on a run like they did last World Cup. Uruguay said Switzerland. Um, tough, tough. I want you know what? I want Jacka to come home unscathed. <laughs> Uruguay. <laughs> uh, Uruguay. All right. All right. Here we go. Uruguay, Germany. Uruguay, Germany. Ah, tough, tough matchup. I'm going Uruguay. 
Whoa, Uruguay. England, France. <laughs> France. I, I just can't see Southgate's bullshit working against fucking France. So yeah, France. this is awesome. All right, so you got that. Just imagine though, these are knock these are knockouts, and England and France get to that point. Uh, Canada, Brazil. I gotta go Brazil, but Canada making it to the final eight—that'd be that'd be awesome for them. They'd be ecstatic about that, and I could see it happening. I, I really like that Canada team; they're exciting. The Dutch versus Argentina, upset Dutch. I told you, wow, they're going to be the surprise team, and you can't be the surprise team and just make it to the final eight by beating Wales. That wouldn't qualify for the surprise team. Getting through your easy group and then beating Wales, I got to go with them to beat Argentina for sure. Brian, your final four. I'm ready. Dutch versus Brazil. France versus Uruguay. France versus Uruguay. Dutch versus Brazil. Obviously, I got to go Brazil because I picked them to win it all. Um, uh-huh. But still, that would be good for Netherlands. I see like maybe penalty shit, penalty penalty game. It goes to penalties. Netherlands plays a great game. Brazil edge it out, make it to the finals. Okay. Uruguay versus France. Will France make it back? That is the question. <laughs> yes, they will make it back. France wins. That's crazy. And that, that, that's a that's... sick final. That's a sick <laughs> final. Brazil versus that France. <sighs> that that break that shatters records. That shatters viewing records. The war, the everyone watches Brazil That's versus France. Final. Oh man, Mbappe versus Neymar. <sighs> Mbappe saying, "Hey, I'm the star of fucking PSG." Neymar saying, "No, I'm the fucking star, and I'm gonna beat you and take your World Cup, bitch." <laughs> yeah, you, think, right. think about we're, this. We're, the, the, Think about yeah. the 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 first major accolade to getting the Ballion d'Or. Think about actually placing a bet on who wins the Ballion d'Or next year, right now before this World Cup, and watch your watch your bet just go yeah. huge if you actually bet on like Neymar, Neymar beating France in the World Cup final, like put like putting two. You know, yeah. past past Lloris, that would be <laughs> hello. That 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 that's incoming. Yeah, that would be such a great Uruguay in your final four. This is awesome. I love doing this because you have England yeah. losing to France that far in the knockouts. You have Uruguay with this upset over Germany. Imagine Germans going home like, damn, Uruguay knocked us out. That's crazy. Noodles is going to have to be performing if that would be the case. You know, you have so many things in the play here. Uh, if this yeah. were to work out for you. That Uruguay team is good. And, yeah, the, the thing that was good about that is I can definitely see all that happening. Like, I didn't pick anything too crazy. Canada oh, getting no. far yeah. is probably the craziest thing. But, like I said, I, they're an exciting team. Uh, yeah. I've loved what I've watched from them. And, yeah, they'll be exciting. So read me your bracket so I can write it down. And then yeah. I'll read it off to you. And then you could do your picks um, It's better that way instead of you reading it and you saying it. So Hold on, let me group A – here it's it's all first and seconds, and then so, the team that. So how you're going to read it is you'll say two teams, and then the two teams below them, and then whichever yeah. two teams advance out of those four will play each other in the next round. Yeah. So okay, it's group group A first, 
Whoever wins Group mm-hmm. A in the first versus Group B's second. So who do you they have play for that? each other? Um, let me look. I didn't write down your picks, right, here we go. So I don't know. Oh, I got you right here. Group A's first, so I got the Netherlands versus Group B's second, which is the USA. I got Group C. Uh, group C's first, which is Argentina, versus Group D's second, which is France. I wow. got group. Wow. Yeah. Argentina versus yeah. France in the round of 16. Yeah. Oh, I love group, that. Group E's first. I have it being Germany. Group F's second. I have it being Belgium. Your bracket is breaking out to be fucking beautiful. Look at these marquee matchups. Wait, wait, wait. Let's not advance. Netherlands versus USA. Sexy matchup. I like that a lot. Argentina yeah. versus France and then Germany versus Belgium. And the and we're not we're not even halfway there. Oh man. I'm like I'm liking your bracket, dude. Uh gr- group G's first. Switzerland versus group F's second. Portugal. Your bracket is sick. And then what did I just say? Group G and Group F or Group H? Is that how you just uh, wrote down? I switched Portugal. However, that broke down. Portugal was H second. Okay, good. Okay. Group B's Group B's first, mm-hmm. which is England for me, versus Group A's second, which is Senegal. Then Group D's first. We'll play Group C's second. So Group D first is Denmark versus Group C second. It's Denmark versus Poland for me. Damn, kind of a boring matchup there. And then Group F, the first, Croatia versus Group E's second, which is Spain. Croatia, Spain. That's a nice matchup. Group H is first. Group H is Uruguay, and then Group G second, which be which would be Brazil. Wow, your bracket yeah. is insane. Your bracket is awesome. Great bracket. All right, let's do this. So basically, yeah, I see how this is going to play out. All right, cool. So first, Dutch, the Dutch, Netherlands, Memphis Depay, and those boys playing Christian Pulisic and the Americans. Who you got? I got the Dutch. Netherlands. All right. This could have been a World Cup final on another day. Argentina versus France. Sick knockout round matchup. Round of 16. Doesn't get better than that. I You put me, not put me on this, but you followed this trend going into the World Cup, which was teams that just won it don't typically do well when they go back into it that next year. Uh, this follows that suit. I'm going Argentina, um, and I'm, this is really, really where uh, World Cup and the and the golden boot push for Messi comes because I think he's going to yeah. solidify it. I got Argentina yep. there. <clears throat> Sexy. And, yeah, a lot of people are picking France, and, and I think they're picking France to go out early in the round of 16s because they have Argentina 
I saw a lot of people pick Denmark like you did to win that group and France finished second. Yeah. So if you're France, you have to look at that and, and say, there's no fucking way we can lose this group. We got to put up goals. That, and this, this is going to work in my benefit because you do not yeah. want to finish second because most, most likely Argentina will finish first. Yeah. It's going to take something crazy to happen for them not to. So you have to look at that if you're France and say, we cannot finish second. We cannot finish second. Because I think nope. I think they'll follow the World Cup trend of going out early. Yeah, yeah, so that's, that's yeah, sexy. Yeah, you're spot on. This is fucking sexy. Uh, Germany, Belgium, another good matchup. I'm doing this out of personal choice, and I'm doing this for tactics, and it fits perfectly. I'm so happy this World Cup's happening. Belgium gets slapped. Roberto Martinez <laughs> gets fired, and Belgium is and and Kevin De Bruyne is gone back at home, resting peacefully and in a Body cast, resting and relaxing. Um, Germany and slaps him. And Lukaku retires. That's that's the hot take. <laughs> he hangs up his cleats for good. <laughs> and Eden Hazard gains three hundred pounds on the flight back. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, all right, cool. Germany. That's a good matchup, though. A lot of like traditional powerhouse matchups in this round of sixteen. You got. That last yeah. one is crazy. Uruguay, Brazil. That's that's we're not yeah. going to get to that yet. Swiss, Switzerland versus Portugal. Another good matchup here. This is where I'll go ahead and say Portugal get get met. I, I think it. Portugal get met here, and I'm going to go with an upset. I'm going to go with Switzerland. Um, so yeah, I guess technically I could do a Portugal co flop. You know, they're out in the first yeah. knockout. Yeah, I think it's there's reason for them to be to be out there. Yeah, for sure. Who would you pick for your flops again? Brazil, right? My, yeah, I picked yeah. Brazil. So I think okay. whatever you're about to bring me, I got Brazil losing. Yeah, well, they're last, but we know how that's going to go. But England, Senegal. I got England winning. I got Senegal being more defensive right now, but they're going to struggle to put goals losing Mane. So I think they're going to go ahead and have them have it met here. And we're wondering if Southgate can do it with this victory. <laughs> yeah, I think I think England get an easy, easy first round, uh, round matchup because they're either going to get who do we have them getting in my bracket? They look over again right because England, they had an easy. So Ecuador, Ecuador. Ecuador. yeah. So that's a good matchup for them either way. Um, yeah, <clears throat> definitely, definitely. Um, and if they finish like second. They would get Netherlands possibly, so they they want to definitely finish uh-huh. first, England, because um, the difference in getting Senegal or Ecuador and then getting Netherlands, yeah, there's a big difference in that. Huge. So yeah, yeah. huge. Denmark versus Poland. I got Poland advancing. Um, I got Denmark, Surprise who's team. more. Def- I think Denmark's the better team, but I think Poland will do a little shocker. I'm going shockers here. Poland advances. Uh, Croatia, Spain, another another marquee, fine, fine matchup here. Yeah, that was a World Cup final. Shit, uh, I'm gonna go with Spain, and I'm gonna go with just solely based on that. Croatia, you know, doing their thing. Um, yeah, I got Spain coming over Croatia. Um, and here we go, Uruguay, Brazil, great matchup. Yeah, Suarez scores goals. Noodles is. Everyone's loving him in Liverpool are now rethinking how good of a uh, transfer did we make for only signing him for 97 or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, I got them doing well. Uruguay wins it. 
Brazil out of the tournament. Uh, Argentina versus Germany in the oh. round of eight. No, no, wait. Sorry, I messed it up. Netherlands versus Argentina. I read it wrong. Jesus. Uh, yeah, I got Argentina advancing. I got to go with yep. um, my World Cup winner. Got to go with your pick for sure. So Argentina advances. Next round, next matchup in the bracket, Germany, Switzerland. Germany, easy. <clears throat> Germany advance to the final four semifinals of the World Cup. Um, all right, England, Poland. England, wow, they got Poland. Okay, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and give England up. Oh, my God, what is happening? Southgate, lifelong extension. You have England in the final four? Again, remember they, they made the semis. They made the semis in uh, – so that would be back-to-back World Cup semis for Southgate and a Euro final. He might get that lifetime. <laughs> he might get the live contract. He's getting knighted. Yep. Is that where you're going? You're picking England over Poland? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I got them over um, – who was it? All right. Poland? Yeah. And then Spain versus Uruguay. I'm going Spain. Spain. So we have a mm-hmm. final four of Argentina versus Germany and then England versus Spain. Argentina versus Germany. Holy we know which way you're going to go with this one, but say it. Yep. Say it with your yeah, chest. I'm going, I'm going Argentina, man. Argentina got to do it against Germany. Argentina Shit. will play in the finals. England or Spain. It's got to be Spain. I don't think England is, can do it. I, I don't think England can get there. I'm going Spain. Good pick. We're, yeah, I, I think we're going to go history here with Argentina and Messi going, you know, playing the team or playing the country that he made so much money and thrived off of for so many years. And that's the country that gives him his, his World Cup. Yeah. Absolutely. Damn, that'd be dope. Yeah, I like your bracket a lot. A lot of sexy matchups all throughout this. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely nice. Uh, so let me know. That's our. That's it. so you have Argentina. I have Brazil. What was our final four? Each of us. You had so for your final four. You had Argentina, Germany, England, Spain. What did I have? You had the Netherlands, Brazil, France, and Uruguay. Nice. So different. The only one yeah. we had, do we have any similars? No, we had a complete, two completely oh. different Final Fours, right? That's crazy. That's yeah. good. I like that. I like that. So two completely different Final Fours. So how do you want to do this? Do you want to re- re-pick the bracket when it breaks down, or do you want to just go with this? Yeah, let's go with this. I think it'll okay. be good for us to see how far it goes. And obviously, early on, we'll have some of our teams that are just completely shot like you know, if Argentina get outed by Mexico, I mean, shit, you know, I'm fucked. Yeah. So we'll just mm-hmm. start the points and go from there. Um, I will say, sub. can we agree on subject to change if there's a huge gap in time? Say, for example, they decide to throw in a day of rest or something or something changes with the scheduling. Um, we want to just decide alcohol, to do a... Yeah, they yeah. Have, they say they, our they, one day of allowing haram. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, they do like the fucking um, what's that movie? The Purge. Twenty four hours of crime. <laughs> That's right. Break. That's right. It's the Purge. Yeah. Let's see if anybody can break Neymar's leg. 
<laughs> it won't be illegal. Um, but yeah, whatever. We'll, we'll go with the flow. What we'll do is we'll stick. I, I wrote down your bracket and how it breaks down. You have mine and how it breaks down. And yeah. what we'll do is you'll get a point for every every round. And then if you pick the winner, you get three points. So cool. every so if you pick a bunch of teams here, so you can get a possible eight points if you get all your 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 first eight right, um, and then so on and so forth. And then for the winner, if you get the winner right, three points. Hell yeah! But yeah, perfect. Yeah. Interesting that we have completely different final fours. I like that a lot, um, dude. It's just so much parity, so much yeah. parity right now. Like, and the funny thing is. I don't see anything, and I'm just like, you're fucking crazy for picking. Like, all of it is genuinely like, yeah, I can see Wales getting there, and I can see the Dutch slapping them. I can definitely see Argentina beating Denmark. I could definitely see Canada getting there. Like, there's no doubt. Like, this is really dope. There's always one surprise team. So, for me, uh, Canada getting to the eight is my surprise. Yours is Poland getting to the eight. Uh, final eight that would be definitely a surprise and then our our, our final four is more traditional teams um yeah i guess netherlands can be a surprise but they're usually traditionally very good um i think in 2000 what was it 14 they made it to the final four i believe i think they played so my rule my four. rule is my rule is 100 percent exactly right you're spot on with thinking they're a top club and the main reason is my rule is fifa if you go to fifa and you search a player and you search based on the club, they gives you options to choose all of the countries by alphabetical order, um, uh, uh, letter, you know, all that shit, sorted by different ways. But the main option, it gives you top eight. It gives mm -hmm. you Brazil, Argentina, Germany, Spain, the Netherlands. Yeah, they're France. internationally. For sure. So it gives you all these bigger teams. You know, so the Netherlands for me, since FIFA put them at that category, there will always be one of those top eight clubs for me, top eight countries. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. So yeah, this is uh, this is cool. I'm glad we we broke this down, and I'm glad we did the knockouts as well because we have a completely different final four. So our interests yeah. are going to be uh, all over the place with this. Definitely interesting. And, uh, yeah, we're going to plan to come back Monday uh, around 4 or 5 after the USA game. We're either going to be very, very excited because USA is going to do very well and get three points on the board, or we're going to be thinking, man, this is looking grim. Like I said, that's a must win. you got to win the yep. first game for Wales because if they don't win that, they're, I can see them having problems with Iran. I could just see it. Oh, yeah. It's a 1-1 game against Iran. And Tarimi scores a late screamer to, to, to get them the full three points. And then, and then, well, actually, England would be the second game uh, in that. Yeah, for them. Oh, I, so, got you. I got you right here. Yeah, it would be. So, USA is playing it, Wales, then England on Black Friday, and then Iran, right? Yep. Well, it, it yep. still holds. Iran. I can see them needing, needing points, and it's 1-1 one, one late against Iran, and Tarimi fucking scores a screamer to send USA home. So, yeah. yeah no, I wouldn't doubt it. It's a big game for USA, so I'm hoping mm -hmm. they show up. Um, you know, 2014, they were in the group of death with Portugal, Ghana, and who else was in that group? Portugal, Ghana. I forget who was also was in that group, but they were in a tough, tough group. And they got out of it 
came in second place. Everybody was shocked. And yeah, so hopefully they surprise us. We'll be back on Monday. Anything else? No, man. Let's go Giants. Who we got this weekend? I'm stoked for it. We're playing Lions. good fucking football. Lions. Yeah, get it done. We got Lions this weekend. That should be a, another W, 8-2. and two. Um, Yeah, hopefully, hopefully we win that. And what else? Knicks. Knicks play the Warriors tonight. I'm excited for that game. Hopefully we keep up our good road form. Warriors are not playing that well, so I think this is a, definitely an opportunity to take a dub off them. So excited for that. Sure. Not excited that I, Isaiah kind of for was re-signed today. Not excited about Fucking that. Hell. You saw I that? mean, I think we had to sign him to a tender just so that we can trade his ass, right? I think we at least had to sign him to something. I think that was a mindset. I, I saw it right before I jumped on. I didn't get a chance to read into it, but fuck me. I'm not happy about it. It pissed me off the moment I saw a one-year $6 million deal. Like, that's literally $5.5 million overpaid. <laughs> if the mindset is ah. to keep him as a utility player, I don't mind that. Because to me, his role and his apex as a player is utility. He can play third. He can play short. He's got some speed, and he's got he can hit for average. So he can come in in situational hitting opportunities and do something, and then he can go out and you know take a base somewhere and play the field for an inning. If they're signing him to be a utility player, I'm okay with yeah. the signing. Six million is probably a little high, maybe four million, but you know all contracts are going up. So if they're signing yeah. him to be strictly a utility, I'm okay with it. But if they're signing him to start the season at shortstop again or third base or something, I'm not down with that. I'm not down with that. But um, apparently they offered Judge a contract. No numbers have leaked. But if we come here Monday with a USA win and Aaron Judge gets signed to the Yankees for a long-term contract, it'll be a good weekend for us and a Giants win and a Knicks win. Fuck off. Let's let's do it all. Yeah. That would be a terrific way to get on a pod on Monday to see a judge re-signing. Well, I mean, I think he's got to shop around. He's going to talk to people, but I did see, I may be wrong about this. Did Cashman say we're officially on the clock because we apparently made an offer. Like I think that's his words rumor. were something to that effect. So that's the rumors. We made an offer. So yeah, yeah, hopefully it's true. And hopefully we come in Monday USA wins and judge signed to a contract. Let's get it done. Um, yeah. yeah. World cup. First game, uh, 11 a.m. Sunday, Ecuador versus Qatar opens it up. Then Monday, um, England versus Iran, good matchup. And then USA versus Wales. We'll be back to recap those. And that's it. Episode 19, Premier Pep Talk. We're out. Peace. Peace.